Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day 16 in our Acts series. Take a moment and allow your heart and your mind to quiet before the Lord. Let us begin together in prayer. Jesus, help our hearts and minds to quiet. We know each day comes with its own set of details and distractions. And for these next 30 minutes, may you help us be present to you in your words. Remind us of how you are at work. Remind us of your love for us. Bring to mind the ways that you have moved in and shaped our hearts and minds. May the stories of the early church draw us into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. The Book of Acts Chapter 16 Paul came also to Derby and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who are in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. 
So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Mycenae, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mycenae, they went down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go on into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So setting sail from Tros, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace, and the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in the city some days, and on the Sabbath day we went outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer. And we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia, from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods, who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized, and her whole household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay and she prevailed on us. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaimed to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owner saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, 
they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in. And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him, and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrate sent the police saying, let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul saying, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Therefore come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us publicly, uncondemned, men who are Roman citizens, and have thrown us into prison. And do they now throw us out secretly? No. Let them come themselves and take us out. The police reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them, and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia, and when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. Now that we have heard the words of Acts 16, let us move into a time of reflection. What do you notice today? Which parts of the chapter stand out? Maybe it's Lydia's story or Timothy's. Maybe you want to go and read first or second Timothy. Or maybe it's Paul and Silas in their time in prison. or something else. Take some time to notice what is resonating with you. 
and spend a few minutes reflecting on it. we continue in reflection. Hospitality is something that comes up throughout the Bible. In today's story, we see Lydia, a new believer, invite Paul and Silas into her home. Jesus in the Gospels was often eating with people. Today, spend some time reflecting on the role of hospitality in the Kingdom of God. And reflect not just on the role of giving hospitality, but also of receiving hospitality.
as we continue to reflect, we see Paul and Silas are living out of confidence and conviction in their faith. They are praying and singing hymns in jail. They had the opportunity to escape, but didn't. And this, in turn, led to the jailer to find Jesus. Today, consider what it means for you to live out of confidence and conviction in your faith. that we have spent some time in reflection, let us move into some intentional prayer. As we begin to pray, pray for believers in this generation have the kind of faith that stands out to the world for the right reasons. For the reasons that look like the heart of Jesus, it perhaps feels too often that believers and Christians are making news for the wrong reasons and for the reasons that look nothing like Jesus. Pray that like Paul and Silas, that we would be people of confidence and conviction and people of repentance in our brokenness. 
as we continue to pray, you might notice the disciples on their journeys are looking for people whose hearts are open to the gospel. Pray for your heart to notice where in your communities people's minds and hearts are open towards Jesus. And pray that you'd have the space in the eyes to notice. And as we continue in prayer, pray for your heart and desire for prayer and worship to strengthen. Some of us might lean towards this more in harder circumstances. Some of us might lean towards this more in pleasant circumstances. But pray for a heart posture that moves towards prayer and worship in all circumstances.
as we begin to close if you feel like there is much more to say to God just press pause and continue on But if you feel ready to wrap up into whatever may be next, let us close together in prayer. Jesus, thank you that you are at work in people's hearts and minds. Lord, would you lead and guide us by your spirit Would you make us people who can give and receive hospitality? Would you make us people of confidence and conviction in you? And may our lives reflect yours? And would you help us be people and communities of prayer and worship. In Jesus' name, amen.